Hey there you, thank you so much for tuning in to my channel, Blazo Learns It, uh, Learns it Now, and I'm your host, Manoj Albert Blazo. And uh, today it's my honor to be introducing one of the most important person in my life. And um, this person has been teaching for almost about good 27 years, has been learning yoga for 23 years, and has been teaching yoga for 12 years. And ladies and gentlemen, it's none other than my mother, Manjula Blazo. Mom, welcome to my channel. Thank you. That's wonderful. So today we are going to have uh, open candid questions with my mother. And I will try to see how she has been uh, throughout uh, in this life journey. And she's more mature than me. And yes, she she loves to talk. She loves to teach. She has been a crucial part in our lives. Today being, um, the evening has been pouring like crazy, mother, right? Yes. And uh, I'm actually interviewing my mother uh, in an evening where the rain is pouring and we both are having a good conversation with each other on a conversation street. So, mother, welcome to my show. Thank you. <laughs> okay. <laughs> and... Uh, Mother, firstly, um, you have been, uh, you know, how has this life treated you overall? How your experience of life has been? Because that's the topic in my channel. So the experiences that you're going to share. So how has your experience been so far? Could you share that with us? Well, if you would ask me about life, I think life has been a wonderful journey. And... There's been no looking back in my life, though it wasn't very easy. But I feel that a life was good in spite of all the struggles in the initial stages. It is not that the way we look at life, it is the way what you, how you use your time in life. And I think my struggles taught me the best. I had the best of experience during the initial days. And I literally grew up as a human being after getting married having both of you of course your sibling is should be included and as uh, the progress started in life then i got an opportunity to talk uh, to teach in a school and i think life picked up there because we were blessed in so many ways and then slowly we started climbing the ladder of success also because my teaching was, teaching became my inspiration, even though I couldn't give you all much time to teach you all. No, but you did, you did. Don't say that you did not give time. No, I didn't. I feel that it, was, it wasn't enough time that I should have given. It was not enough what time I gave you all. But definitely what I did to my students was I gave my 100% at that time what I thought. And today, sometimes it it, be, it is becomes a proud moment when my old students come and meet me and they thank me. I never expect that they should thank me, but then, well, it's part of life. And you children, you will, uh, as you all grew up, even though we all have undergo the same problems of adolescence and everything is so natural, natural that it has to go on. And life is life doesn't stop. Every moment just goes on. And in spite of that, what values that I could teach y'all was only talking to y'all, being with y'all, having fun, troubling y'all, scolding y'all. It's I think I taught you the uh, values of life skill, even though I could not teach you 
what your teachers taught you because academics is something different when it comes to being in a home i wanted you to be mentally strong because that is what is needed in the in the world to survive i wanted you all to survive because it wasn't easy for me initial initially but as i saw you all both coming up in life that was the proudest moment and i thank that maybe all the students whom i taught whom i touched their lives must have surely blessed my family no that's that's true but uh, uh, my, my um when you said that you became humane after uh, getting married um that that just struck me a little bit no it's not human it is something i became wiser because it was the struggles in life that taught me a stepping stone to success i every experience was a great experience for me okay I, true so um well at this point of time uh, i have my sister interrupting me while i'm taking an interview with my mother but yes she has left the room so that me and my mother can be you know open to each other um mom so 20 27 years teaching so i i know my classmates loved you you were their favorite teacher even your sister's classmates loved you sister's classmates also loved you there were other students oh, also yes. till this day they try to they come to the school and they visit you and they do tell you that teacher you are the best teacher you are you are very nice it's teacher it's not a question of being the best it is what i gave was my best mm. maybe in today's uh, generation it doesn't happen so mm-hmm. because children are much more educated they know many things they are exposed to so many things via media in our times it wasn't so mm-hmm. but what skills we were taught at that time mm-hmm. i think i gave my best of it to my students mm-hmm. never thought that okay i used to always tell them see what i can teach you today i will not be teaching you tomorrow because i don't know what i'm going to teach mm-hmm. but please keep in mind that these are the things you will be one day you will come across and you'll know how to face situations so there was a lot of value education at that time mm-hmm. of course with the current trend things have changed a lot mm-hmm. but 27 years have taught me that uh, nothing comes easy true you Very got true. to work every day true. you got to put in your best of effort you cannot stagnate in your um, when you're teaching mm-hmm. you got to study you got to update yourself mm-hmm. and it's not only that because i think i'm more of a philosophical person mm-hmm. i love philosophy mm-hmm. so that would keep me always grounded mm-hmm. so mama my my uh, audience would like to know where were you born where was your upbringing bringing and uh, you know uh, uh, how how did you explore now when i'm trying to uh, my questions would basically be behind exploring now that's too personal Okay <laughs> but you are my mother and my audience are very personal to me as well because they're listening to me so tell me where were you born mother I was born in Shillong mm-hmm. Meghalaya mm-hmm. one of the most beautiful place on earth and where did you do your schooling my schooling was uh, I studied at Oxalium Convent Shillong mm-hmm. then I did my college at St Mary's College Shillong mm-hmm. and just after my graduation i left home 
I got married and came off to Karnataka with my husband. Mm-hmm. And that's we started life afresh. That's beautiful. Uh, uh, rest of the story is still it's fresh right now and the situations are also very good. Uh, I know we are blessed about this situation. Now, uh, I just want to focus on few things like, you know, a uh, majority of the time it's all, all about temper. Like you have a bad temper. And I do you have did, a bad temper. You do have a bad temper. Dad has the worst temper mm. and your son at this point of time is the most calmest guy. Do you agree to that? I do agree yeah. to that. And he, but at one point of time, he did have a bad temper. You agree to that as well? No, that was, was a time of, uh, that's age. adolescent it okay. does happen with everyone but i think so i've grown mother what 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 do you say about the temper part I, have i not grown you have matured matured you understand things you have become more realistic mm-hmm. yes and moreover your passion for learning new things have changed you into a better person so ladies and gentlemen this is my mother speaking about me and trying to pamper me also on my oh, no not at all i'm just telling the truth <laughs> i wouldn't want I to i love my mother i love my mother and she loves me uh, uh, likewise but mother let me let me ask you how was your temperament how was your temper from uh, say, say from the time uh, you were born and you were a teenage and when you were a mother of two kids I remember at one point of time oh my god you did you did just lose everything <laughs> didn't you mother I know you're laughing behind uh, ladies and gentlemen the, the, the behind screen uh, the scene is that you know my mother is laughing she's like don't ask me this question don't ask me this question but mom you, you can be candid about it so tell me what was your journey let me ask you be very specific as a young kid were you an angry kid no i think i was uh, overpowered by my father and brother so i didn't have an opportunity to open up my feelings okay so there was no question of anger okay. i just had to be quiet all the time as a teenage how as were you as a te- teenage it was the same same and as you got married marriage was something more of a retaliation to my family that i did it so yeah you actually so it was Anger. Uh, anger i wanted to build my own life mm-hmm. i thought about it that no whatever the matter be i just want to live the life i want to live mm-hmm. and for that whatever the consequence i would bear it and that is the way it is i think so during marriage you were very loving but you never lost your temper did you after marriage that is that's so yes <laughs> that's a very nice thing but mother so you had two kids Mm. are bringing two kids in a very uh, it was not a good situation for us doesn't matter but uh, the temper during that time how was it yes it was a irritation because when you were small i had so many things to cope up with mm-hmm. we were uh, we didn't have our own house mm-hmm. and both of you were schooling mm-hmm. and i just started on a new job mm-hmm. and your father was struggling hard mm-hmm. so with all the struggles which person would remain sane just tell me <laughs> very true <laughs> now at this at this kind of a situation where we are in a pandemic and we are actually working from home and we are working for uh, 12 to 14 hours and we ourselves are not sane no matter we we, we understand that you know during your time speci- uh, specifically uh, i got a thing to add here yeah at that time with all the pressures in life we were not paid so well so financially that also creates a 
that stops your stability because you feel scared about everything when you want to take a step true mom but with regards to I, i'm just following when you said about you were not being paid uh, i mean one paid well you're not paid well mm-hmm. that was true that was a horror kind of a thing to actually no actually teachers are not paid very well true that is true the amount of uh, pressure we face in school with mm-hmm. the kids mm-hmm. and then uh, one wrong move and parents retaliate the way they come and they blame us for everything so it was not being easy also it's not but, easy but, but but during our times i mean uh, you know being an indian teacher and uh, you uh, teaching children english and uh, ch- children you should love your lot that that I've st- seen it till this date. But when, when you say that, you know, I, I think so. At this, you are relating to the situation which is right now, where uh, parents come back and uh, maybe ten uh, to fifteen years hence, mm-hmm. back it has happened. It has been happening, mm-hmm. and I think parents have become more dominating, mm-hmm. or probably they are over. protective about the child mm-hmm. it doesn't matter it is their uh, their opinion i respect them for that mm-hmm. but uh, parents do complain but it is the authorities that take us to task correct so that becomes a little bit difficult because it affects our work mm-hmm. and our concentration we start losing focus mm-hmm. we are we don't know whether we have to do this work and make whom to make happy the parents the children or the authority So how have you been managing it? Uh, no, over the years, I think we overcome all these types of problems because we understand ultimately everyone has their own opinion, mm-hmm. and we just have to respect them. Once we accept the situation and respect each one, mm-hmm. it's just done. Very true. So and sometimes li- we have to control mm-hmm. ourselves. Just don't talk. Silence is golden. Oh, that's nice. Yes. So, uh, ladies and gentlemen. Uh, I always tease my mother that you know we have uh, been educated we have just grown from uh, you know uh, LKG till uh, the lower classes still about high classes we've graduated now we're working but you're still in school mother how do you feel that like you're just still in school you but I I realize the fact that you know mother loves her job and it has been I do absolutely I love my job Uh, and uh, you know which we as uh, softer professions probably sometimes we get we dreaded that you know do we really like a job we wait for our fridays and saturdays to actually go party with people probably have sip a drink and just share our joys and sometimes our stress with the people mom so i just want to ask you a question i know that you work from monday to saturday saturday is half day for you right mm, yes Sunday is the only day that you actually have for yourself. Mm-hmm. Um, knowing that you have a jam-packed schedule with regards to, uh, you go to school in the morning at eight thirty. Please correct me if I'm yes, wrong. Yes. Right. Yeah, eight thirty. You go to the school. Mm-hmm. You have a school till about four o'clock. Yes. Four thirty. You come mm-hmm. back home. Yes. And then six o'clock. You have yoga classes. No, five o'clock. Okay, so you've got just one hour mm-hmm. for yourself. Mm-hmm. So five o'clock, you have got yoga classes. Your yoga classes finishes by six six thirty. Seven o'clock. Seven o'clock. Okay, sorry, mum. Uh, and seven o'clock, you come back home, mm-hmm. and um, after which you spend some time relaxing, and then you start cooking food again. Yes. For the night dinner, mm-hmm. which starts off maybe by seven thirty, seven forty-five ish, eight o'clock. Mm-hmm. by 9 9:30 you are already done, done with, with your it. dinner mm. and by 
ten thirty, ten o'clock you start waiting for my call. Ten mm. thirty, you by ten thirty you've spoken to me. Thank God you know your time. <laughs> yeah, I know my time. Mm. <laughs> so by ten thirty you speak to me and you want to go off to sleep. Sometimes when I take a little bit of drink, I speak to you for about good one two hours, mm. which I keep you awake, and then you say, "Son, it's time for me to sleep," right? So. Gradually, this is your day-to-day thing, but I know your weekday schedule, how it is. Tell me your Sunday schedule, mother, which I want to be, you know, uh, I know that you try to give me a call in the afternoon, try to see if, have you had your lunch or not, but tell me your Sunday schedule. How, how do you divide the Sunday schedule? Because that's your free time. That's your me time. So how do you do that? Okay. My Sunday starts with a very beautiful, it has a beautiful start because I go and uh, attend, I assist my guru on for in the children's class. That's the yoga class. That's that the yoga about. class. Yeah. And that and starts at what I, time, mother? And it starts at 7.30. So I'm there at 7.50 in the morning. Mm-hmm. I return back by 10, 9.30, 9.45. Mm-hmm. And then I prepare breakfast. Mm-hmm. And then after breakfast, I just relax for half an hour. And then it starts cleaning, this, that, cooking. Mm-hmm. Then in between, there are so many small things I cannot name it. Mm-hmm. No, but that's the, don't you think that's the beauty of life? But you know what? It is. I, I What I feel is, you know, uh, you require that relaxed time for yourself. But you have dedicated yourself so much for the family. No, when you follow your passion. Mm-hmm. However hectic it is, it is a relaxation. It is a relaxation. Like after hectic day in school, now teaching is my passion. When I come back, I'm on the way. I'm thinking, oh, today I taught this, and I discuss with my colleague because I travel with her, and I tell her, hey, today this happened in class, and this child behaved like this, that one behaved like this. So it is. My life has been revolving around kids throughout, mm-hmm. and I feel that I don't want to grow anymore. I want to still be in that mode. Childish mood, maybe living with children. Mm-hmm. Maybe being with children, I have. Go ahead, go ahead, go ahead. Yes, ma'am. Sorry, I still feel childish, and I pref- like those things what mm-hmm. the children do. And sometimes when I've been angry with some child, I remember at night, oh my God, I shouldn't have scolded that child so bad. Why was I so mean? Then I say, God, please forgive me. And help the child to forget <laughs> <laughs> what I did to him. <laughs> so that's it. Uh, that's 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 the, the beauty of life. Uh, that, that's that's very honest uh, uh, way of putting it across. And uh, generally, not very people come across with this honesty of uh, you know trying to uh, resent, basically uh, trying to just go back and think about it and uh, try to say, oh, this shouldn't have happened. No, I think teachers do think yeah. we, we feel yeah. guilty. We are human, uh-huh. and first and foremost is we have a mother's heart. Oh, very true. No, with mother's heart, uh, no doubt about it. Um, the way the up, upbringing that sh- uh, you have, uh, you know, you have brought us up, um, me and my sister, has been a tremendous joy. Um, there were sadness as well, and there were uh, you know, situations which, uh, Mom, do you remember? I think so. You know, this is a good uh, platform to share with my audience. I left house two times. Do you remember that? 
I ran away from the house. Uh, actually, you didn't <laughs> because when you told that you're leaving house, <laughs> I thought this guy, if I fall prey to his uh, whims uh, and fancies, uh, uh, his whims and fancies, or so to say, his warnings, <laughs> then throughout my life I'll have to suffer. So I <laughs> to, took your packed bag and I threw it out. Go wherever you want to go. <laughs> and I think you came back and hid in the attic also. Uh, so and your sister was there feeding you. <laughs> So, so ladies and gentlemen, uh, the first attempt that I actually did was when I was in, uh, I believe, in third standard or second standard. Seven, no. seven. Seven standard. No, no. Seven standard was a different story altogether. Seven standard, I did hide in the attic. But Shaku Auntie, uh, to whose house I went, that was during my third standard because, mm-hmm. yes, third, third or fourth standard, uh, fourth standard. Fourth standard, I told you, Mom, you you scolded me that oh I don't want you and this. That I was said, because you weren't studying, okay? You weren't listening to. Yeah, me. true, mother. But so. I was very tired because mm-hmm. at one point of now, when you say that you do not give attention to us, you did give attention too much to me. Uh, you know, your daughter was uh, you know really good. But coming back to the topic where I actually ran away and I went to Shakwanti's house and you came along with my sister searching this small one. Dragging her, and the first house that you visited, and you actually saw me there. I was eating food in their house. They had uh, Shakwanti had about five kids, and uh, you know uh, she fed me food. And you told her that you know this guy has come just to eat food. I'm going to take him back. <laughs> Do you remember? No. Okay. Nah, that, that's okay. But I think so. My sister remembers it. Probably I'll have a call with her the next time. Uh, but yeah, during my seventh standard, when I ran off, I told mom, "I'm going," and you threw my bag. Mm-hmm. Do you know what I did, mom? Let me be very honest to you. Today, I'll reveal the story to you. You got so pissed off with me, and you threw my bag, and you said, "Get out of my house! Don't be in my house." I took the bag. I said, "Mom, I'm going." I went to close the gate mm-hmm. so that you hear the noise, and slowly sneaked in from back, and I climbed up into the attic. I kept the bag there. And I was quietly lying down there, and it was bloody hot in the attic. Okay, and then what happened was, you say, and baby came to you. My sister actually comes to you, and she says, uh, "Mummy, uh, where is Bhaiya?" You said he must have gone. Let him go. I don't want him. And then she's like, "Mummy, I'm feeling hungry." And for me, at that point of time, the hunger was like, "Oh shit! Why did I not eat anything?" So I was just hungry. And then I see babies eating apple, and uh, when she comes to the back side, you know, out, out to the backyard, and she tries to check where is my brother, and I just whistled to her and I told her, "Give me food, I'm hungry." And you were like, and I heard you from kitchen saying that I don't know where this boy has gone, but I hope he comes back. If he comes back, I'm gonna beat him up. Didn't you say that, mother? Yeah, of course. But why, mother? You knew I loved you too much. You you loved me. Uh, you know. No. Uh, no? You sh- see those are experiences which keeps you grounded and makes you realize that these are the realistic things that take place in life. True. With some people it crosses limits. With some it doesn't. Mm-hmm. But depends on each one's uh, thinking. Correct. So I think it was. So you were confident in that means that your son is going to come back. Yeah, because. He, the bonding was so great the love was so strong that my child couldn't leave me and go anywhere and neither would i go oh, that's beautiful that's beautiful mom 
I think so. Uh, I do not want to uh, carry on too much, but I want to emphasize on a few things um, when it comes to yoga, because this has been your forte, which you love a lot. Um, can you share with me one of the best experiences about uh, yoga, like uh, a situation which you felt you need to share and people should understand that that's the importance of yoga something that you felt very important which you want to share it with my audience was i think i made a start it took me two years to decide whether i should go for a yoga mm-hmm. to join yoga classes that was my guru's son was in the lower class he was in lkg at that time i was an lkg teacher mm-hmm. and my guru came to meet me to talk about her son mm-hmm. the i had severe migraine and it was continuing for the past 2 3 days mm-hmm. and it wasn't coming down even in spite of taking medication but because of the noise in the class mm-hmm. the traffic noise everything was and the dust allergy that i was having mm-hmm. so all this was adding up and it made me so frustrated and when this person came and asked me teacher i want to talk to you i told her can you please come tomorrow mm-hmm. then she asked what happened i said not feeling well i got a splitting headache and she doesn't say anything she just goes back next day again she comes she says teacher can i talk today i said my headache hasn't left but okay whatever you want to ask me you ask she said no i'm coming tomorrow mm-hmm. and the next day this lady comes with a book mm-hmm. health in your hands by devendra bora mm-hmm. and she tells me Uh, teacher you keep this book mm-hmm. go through it mm-hmm. but right now i don't want to talk about my son mm-hmm. can i just touch your hand mm-hmm. and i gave her my right and left hand she took my palms into her hands mm-hmm. and she was massaging a spot mm-hmm. in between my fingers mm-hmm. both the fingers she had taken both my hands in both her hands and she was massaging and massaging mm-hmm. i felt my headache coming down as feeling so relaxed i felt so good mm-hmm. good is not the word mm-hmm. and at that moment i th- i was just wondering what's happening to me mm-hmm. and then she tells me how are you feeling now mm-hmm. only after 5 minutes and i said i don't know what you have done but i'm feeling so good she mm-hmm. said please do this whatever i have done mm-hmm. do it for 3 days and 4 to 5 times a day mm-hmm. and you'll you'll feel better mm-hmm. then the following week she comes again and i'm so happy mm-hmm. i felt like touching her feet but we were of the same age mm-hmm. so i hesitated <laughs> because after all i was her son's teacher mm-hmm. but then i just thanked her profusely and i said i just don't know what to do and then she told me mm-hmm. teacher do one thing come to my house i'm a yoga teacher mm-hmm. and i would like to teach you one or two mm-hmm. for your health mm-hmm. and at that time i was having a um, back pain as well very bad back pain yeah, i remember. couldn't walk I properly yeah true sitting and standing was a problem true i told her i, I do have then she said okay come but i was so scared of being in a crowd mm-hmm. i never used to mingle with people mm-hmm. only home to school in my class that's all i used <clears throat> maybe there was a fear of meeting other ladies people. and gentlemen let me tell you that you know uh, my mother had a very bad uh, acute pain in her back okay. um, but in spite of all that uh, you know uh, uh, she used to do the household work and uh, we used to help her as a kid but 
she uh, did fall two or three times uh, you know because of the slip the slippery floor which pain then aggravated and that's wherein she thought now that is the right time that i need to go and because she had two small kids um and she had to fend for them so in spite of that trouble time i still true. left i still leave you all and go to your class true true very true yeah so it took me 2 years to decide and finally when i went i had actually i went only just for one day correct because yes. she would call me she told me just come for a day mm-hmm. i went for that one day mm-hmm. and it's 23 years and i never came out still of counting i am still in a trance mm-hmm. and i'm so happy because i've cured my migraine i've cured my back pain and it's not that i have helped many people also to overcome their problems because my teacher saw that i was enthusiastic and i was learning fast and i was practicing learning through my body also by practicing and knowing the ups and downs and what to do and by the way i do ayengar yoga so i use props and bks ayengar has always taken the pedestal he's on a pedestal in my heart so that's how it happened and then every book i have gone through mm-hmm. written by dr bk sanger mm-hmm. and my teach and all the books presented by my guruji to me mm-hmm. so she has been a very strong person i think so you have to name your guruji over here as well probably my guru is mrs shobha shetty she is teaches in udupi only mm-hmm. and she has a number of students mm-hmm. and mostly all of them like they have they come with ailments to her mm-hmm. but by the time they walk out of the class they don't look like any sick people anymore mm-hmm. and it was she that uh, who instigated me now mm-hmm. that you have learned for almost 15 years it's high time being a teacher you have the background also you can mm-hmm. start teaching and i do have many students also so ladies and gentlemen we are almost hitting the 30 minutes mark so i want to have another conversation with my mother so till then Be tuned to my channel and God bless and cheers.